Welcome to the Marketing for Business podcast. This is your host, Scott Wilson. Hi guys, welcome back to the Marketing for Business podcast. Hey, today we're going to talk about the magical marketing number. Hey, look, I think this is probably one of the most unsexy parts of marketing, but it's the one that will move the needle uh, the furthest in your business. And when you understand what I'm about to teach you in the strategy, uh, you'll get better at the tactics. If you've been here before, you know that I'm big on strategy, uh, strategy first thinking versus tactical um, you know, implementation. So hey, just quickly though, I just wanted to show you a shout out to a couple of people. Um, Hayden from Mag and Turbo, uh, he gave me some great feedback. Uh, Hayden was a guest. If you haven't listened to his episode, please go and do so. Uh, but he's been getting some great feedback from his customers. Uh, his customers, because we're running ads promoting uh, the podcast, are seeing his face uh, and when they're coming in um, they're being able to say hey I listened to your podcast episode it was really really good and it's been opening up a few more conversations for him so really appreciate uh, that feedback Hayden and it's such great to have you on uh, the Marketing for Business podcast and so so good to hear uh, that people are connecting with you and also uh, I met a guest at a wedding the other night and um, they had actually listened to a number of the of the podcast so pretty uh, pretty cool to hear that I uh, appreciate uh, people giving us that feedback and um, yeah it just makes it makes it real uh, when you know that people are listening and tuning in so hey let's get into today's episode this as I said is probably one of the most unsexy parts of of marketing but if you understand it um, you can really grow your business and this is so important whether it's in a good time or you know or, or tough and harder times to know this number uh, is to really grow your business. And this has come, look, I wanted to share this because I've, I've, I've mentioned uh, knowing the numbers uh, a few times now. Uh, and I wanted to go deep on one of the numbers that you need to know. And this is interesting because it's come up in the last probably month or so as I've been doing more strategy sessions with businesses uh, as they want to know and how to get more clarity and how to be more strategic in their business right now, um, leading into the recession that you must know your lifetime value. You know, I get a lot of questions around, hey, how much money should we be spending on advertising? How much money should we be spending on, you know, marketing as a whole? And I'm going to share, if you stay to the end, I'll share an actual percentage formula that you can use to grow your business. But you really need to know um, this number, which is the lifetime value of your of a customer. Uh, and I talked, you know, a gentleman asked me yesterday, you know, Scott, how much should I be spending? Well, what does a, a typical um, client of our size spend on their advertising and marketing. And I said, well, yeah, I can give you that number and I'll give you the percentage. But at the end of the day, let's work out what a client is worth to you because that's more important. You know, if you know the the lifetime value of a customer, and I simply asked him, you know, what's the average transaction? Uh, for him, the average transaction was $1,500. Uh, I said, cool, well, how many times would those customers shop with you a year? Uh, it was once a year. So, and then I said, well, how many times if you went into your database, and uh, unfortunately right now they don't have a database, but hey, we're going to be working with them uh, soon, so they will have a database up and running. And he said, you know, we've got long, long longevity, so you know, maybe four years. And I said, okay, four years. So let's look at that. That's six thousand dollars that a client, you know, the lifetime value. Uh, And if you take a percentage of that as profit, you know, we can then work back and, and 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 work out the real lifetime value of what a client is worth. Because if we understand what a client is worth, we can then buy more clients and buy more customers. And I remember hearing this uh, from Brad Sugars. I remember him talking about buying customers. And and why, 
he was the first person I heard it from. He's not the first person I really understood it from because at the time uh, I wasn't. I didn't own a business. I didn't really understand the value of un, of understanding who um, or what my the lifetime value of a customer was worth. Right. Um, but then I once I you know started my first business into my second business. I went to a, a seminar in Australia and a gentleman by the name of Mal Emery was talking about it. And he was talking about buying customers. And then this guy, got Pete Godfrey, was talking about that. And then another guy called Brent McFall was talking about it. And I thought, man, success leaves clues here. These guys are talking about knowing the lifetime value of customers. Um, and and it really stuck with me that knowing this is the key to out marketing uh, competitors, is to winning and buying more customers. And I think Dan Kennedy says it best, uh, those who can spend the most to acquire a new customer win. So you're listening to this today. If you get this and you do the work, I'm going to give you the formula for it. But if you do the work, um, you'll be able to outmarket your competitors. And we'll we'll go through some examples as well. So look, if you look at the average value um, of a customer, basically the average purchase value multiplied by the number of times they buy from you a year, multiplied by the, t- the number of years they remain a customer. And so if you go and look, say, let's say you're a restaurant, and your regular customer comes and spends, say, fifty, uh, sorry, thirty dollars uh, each time they visit with you. Okay, the average of that, let's just say for right now, is profit. Um, and let's just say they come and eat twelve times per year, uh, with an average stay of two years. You know, like it's pretty could be a reasonable, you know. Uh, look at what's happening right now. It may not. You you may have clients spending more. You may have clients spending less. But let's just look at that. So we've got $20 times 12 times 2, which is 480 in profit for your business. You know, so so that's that's a number that you can then use to go out and, and go, okay, well, what am I prepared to spend of that? 480 to get a new client. And it's a formula that you can start looking at. Look, this is a formula where whether you're a hairdresser, you own a supermarket, car, uh, service center, you're an accountant, a doctor, you've got clothing, you've got shoe stores. This is this is something you could actually work out in your business. And it, and it works really good for, you know, high value items too, uh, refrigerators, cars, machinery, office furniture, um, that, that you can, you know, maybe they don't buy as much and, and they don't buy as often, but they still, you can still work out that lifetime value. Um, because once you have it, it's really, really easy to see, okay, this is the money I'm prepared to spend. This is the money I can go. So, so the gentleman I was talking to the other day, you know, let's just say out of that six grand, you know, half of it is profit and I'm pretty sure more of it is, but what are you prepared to spend to get that customer in the door? And it was a really interesting conversation with him. Well, you know, you know I'd spend 500 and okay, cool. So if you're prepared to spend $500 to get a new customer in the door, then you can look at your marketing and go, okay, let's look at it from, okay, how much are we going to spend? Um, you know, what 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 platforms are we going to spend the money on? Uh, what, And then we can start testing and measuring what platforms are going to be performing best for us. You know, let's really dial down and look at who is our ideal target um, customer. Out of all those customers that we've got spending four years with us, what do they have in common? You know, really understand where the, the demographics of uh, and the geographics. Understand, you know, who else has them as a client before you and after you. Where could you do a joint venture, um, and and you know, be, be prepared to give away some of that profit that you never had um, to get a new customer. So it really opens up some great opportunities um, when you understand this number because it also allows you to put an offer in place. 
you know. Uh, I saw some great marketing the other day uh, for a restaurant and, you know, they're prepared to give away a free lunch. And you, you'd say to people, you know, why would they do that? Um, look, at the end of the day, if you know your numbers and if you know uh, what it costs to get that client, you can work it back and you can outmarket. You can people, your competitors will look at you and go, why are that stupid? Why are they doing that? But at the end of the day, look, a lot of people these days, yes, there's no loyalty, but at the same loyalty is not as strong, but at the same time, people um, from a human nature perspective are pretty much the same. You know, like I guarantee you, you'll do things in your life um, because you're a creature of habit, right? You'll you'll do the same old comfortable things. You may park in the same car park every day. You know, uh, you probably get up and, and brush your teeth the same. You probably got some favorite shoes that you wear uh, all the time. There'll be a bunch of things that you do in your daily basis because you're a creature of habit. So it, it makes sense. You know, uh, if you want to break that habit and you want you, a, a customer uh, to become your customer, then you've got to give them strong reasons to try you. And I think that's why understanding this these numbers and then creating an offer is really, really key. Because let's say, you know, out of a free lunch, you, you know, you got you got 120 people to accept that free lunch from that example, you know, and you know you're making $20 profit from those customers, you know. Um, 100 accept, half of those order another lunch sometime. You know, you've pretty much soon, you've got to have a steady, um, you know, group of customers that have come through. And these are real, I know these from real life examples, you know, it, it may take six months for that to come through, but because of that offer and because you understand your numbers, uh, pretty quickly, uh, you're going to be growing your business because you're going to be doing other stuff inside your business. You know, if someone comes in, if you're running a promotion, you're running a free lunch and you've got people coming in, what are you going to also offer them? You know, you're going to offer them uh, an opportunity to be become part of your VIP program. You know, if someone comes in, you're going to offer them a referral to come back and bring a friend. You're going to get their birthday, you know, so you're, they're going to be on your birthday mailer. So all of a sudden, all that hard work, because you've known, you know your numbers, you're prepared to do something that other people aren't prepared to do. You're going to win in this marketplace and you're building a database, which is definitely the holy grail of, of running a business. So there's so many ways you can do this. And I love having chats with business owners on this. So if this is something that you sound like you'd, you want to know more about, then hey, I would love to have a chat with you. I'd love to have a chat to see how you can create an offer. But I'd love to work you through the lifetime um, value. Remember, you got your. here's the formula for it and get really, really clear on this. Average sale per customer, work it out. You know, work it out, figure it out. What's your average sale? Less cost of sales gives you profit per sale. Work out what is your profit per sale. Multiply that, multiply that by the number of sales per year, okay? And gives you the profit per year. Multiply, multiply that by the number of customers, uh, the years as a customer. It gives you your lifetime profit per customer. You work this number out. This is the magical number that will allow you to outmarket your competitors. Because once you are clear on this, you know exactly what you need to do to buy a customer. And then when you have that understanding that you're buying a customer, you can create an irresistible offer that works. And it'll work so well in almost every time. And then really the only time it doesn't work is when your offer is weak. And when your offer is weak, it's because you don't understand your numbers or you're targeting it to the wrong people. And as I said before, human beings uh, by nature, you know, they're, they're creatures of habit. They, they do things the same all the time, 
Um, and so you need to get someone to break that habit, okay? You've got to break it. You've got to give them very, very strong reasons to make sure and, and come and try you. Um, and make no mistake, this is so, so important when it comes to marketing in tough economic times. You must use very strong reason why advertising. Uh, and that's where, you know, creating a free offer or irresistible offer comes in because it takes the risk away for them to sample your product, um, to service your product. You know, it could be, you know, you offer free puncture repair and free free wheel clean if you're a, 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 a tire shop. It could be that you offer free uh, interior um, uh, consultations into the design if you own a um, furniture store. Maybe if you own a lawn mowing business, you could offer the first lawn mowed for free. I've seen a really good campaign around that. If you mow lawns, uh, get in contact with me. I have a great campaign for you for that. Now, what is it you can do to move that line? Um, because it's obviously once you understand this, you can also understand the back end. And we haven't even talked about that. You, you know, the back end of where you can really make some money in your business. So I want you to go work out those numbers. I want you to go and understand those numbers. Hey, if you want to have a chat, flick me a message and we can have a chat about those numbers. Because clarity on these numbers, especially in, in these times, really um, give you give you that edge in the marketplace. You can start testing offers. You can start coming up with ideas um, and you can measure those ideas. And you can measure with some certainty because you know you've got some numbers to work with. You can start analyzing the results. You can adjust uh, the approach if needed or then you can go all out. If you know something that really works, you can go all out and you can test everything um, and, and you can keep your business going. Uh, and make no mistake, this uh, will give you that edge in the marketplace that you've been looking for. Right, as I finish this, I promised you I'd give you the um, a percentage of marketing spend. Look, I think I look at this as a growth marketing mindset. Um, this is another conversation as well, but it'll actually help you, um, you know, when you look at your marketing spend as a percentage of revenue or projected revenue. So look, um, if you're... You know, if your marketing spend is between zero and three percent, um, basically the revenue um, you lose will be equal to the amount of money that you actually make with that spend. So basically, you get stuck. Um, you can't actually get the traction when you only spend that sort of money. Um, three to six is manageable growth. Uh, it'll be depending on what market you're in and, and how your competitors play. Uh, that's a dangerous area to be in when when we're in recession um, because some of the competitors will spend a lot more now in competitive times. The 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 weaker the week the week in the market will definitely spend less. Um, but you don't want to be on that weaker side. So um, yes, some advertising will get cheaper, but you know the the the. I guess the the players and the guys with the really strong mindset and the girls with the really strong mindset, they will kill you in this period of time. Uh, well, kills a hard word, but you know they will definitely dominate you. Uh, if you're serious about growth, then sixteen to fifteen percent uh, is perfect for for even you know soft times, good times, bad times. Um, but if you're really looking to grow your business now, fifteen percent of projected revenue. Uh, if you're looking to scale and grow the business, is perfect sweet spot um, for you and your business. All right, guys, I hope that's been of value to you today. Uh, it's a big topic. 
Uh, it's the magical number. You get it in your business, understand it in your business, get clarity on this, and you will once again, um, you know, be out there uh, marketing your business with some real confidence, and that matters uh, in tough times. People, you know, they they stop doing things because they're not as confident. Or just confidence is about understanding and being strategic. It's not about running the tactics and hoping. If anything, uh, you've learned from me. Strategy first thinking, then tactics, okay? Uh, the tactics can make you lose confidence because you don't understand the real numbers behind what's going on. All right, guys, appreciate your time. Thanks for listening. Uh, I've got some great episodes coming up. I've got uh, one of the man, the men behind uh, Harcourts and how he started it. I'm also going to share... Um, some insights that I got from um, inside the All Blacks uh, in, a, in a coming up episode. So really excited to share uh, that and some more uh, really cool, cool episodes coming up. All right, guys, thanks for your time. Have a great day. And as always, please like, share, recommend, refer. And if you want to have a conversation with me, find me on LinkedIn, uh, Scott Wilson, and uh, we can have a conversation. All right, guys, thanks for your time and have a great day. Hi, Scott Wilson here again. Hey, thanks for listening to the Marketing for Business podcast. Uh, We really appreciate you taking the time to listen and we hope that you learned a lot from today's episode. Uh, If you could be so kind as to rate and share the podcast with your other business friends and colleagues, that'd be awesome. And if you'd like to listen to more episodes, why don't you head over to our website, www.getdigitalinfluence.com, where we've got a whole bunch of other amazing interviews with business owners. Thanks for your time and have a great day.